You had to yawn right as I started recording. I know. It's only 7 o'clock, but I'm like, I could go to bed. I could too. <sighs> Exciting episode coming up, guys. And cue the music. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And we would like to remind you guys to please hit that subscribe button wherever you, are, wherever you are listening to us and also to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is uncorked podcast. We would really appreciate it. Five stars only. <laughs> that should be like our new like motto, like our new like hashtag or something like five stars only. We should make a t-shirt that says five stars only. Oh my God. Yes. Did yeah. you hear that? I don't know why this made me think of this, but there's this restaurant in New York called the meatball shop and it's amazing. Um, it's just like a really great restaurant and there's like a few of them around the city. Mm-hmm. They're suing Snooki and um, Dina because they made t-shirts called hashtag team meatball. And I, the meatball shop, I guess already has, I think that's their slogan or something and they have merch too. So they're suing them. <laughs> Wait, but but they've been the meatballs since like 2009. How long has this restaurant been a bit around for? I don't know, but like the restaurant could have had that as like their slogan for a while. Wow. And like, yeah, I saw that today and I was just like, damn, like, I mean, the restaurant's going through enough with like the pandemic and closing right. and now you got, you know, right. Snooki stealing their stuff. But I mean, yeah, I'm not totally blaming them because they have been known as the meatballs forever, like you said. Yeah. Maybe the restaurant needs a little bit of extra money and like this is their This is their in prayer. Yeah. Honestly, Everybody go to yeah. the meatball shop, support them. It's actually a really great restaurant. I do rec- recommend it. But do they yeah. just sell meatballs? Well, like yes and no, but it's like it's really cute. Like they give you like a menu, but then like you have to take like a Sharpie and then you basically check like what type of meatball you want. So it can be chicken, beef, turkey, um, vegan. And then you can then click your type of sauce and then you can click if you want like pasta with it or or a side or like whatever. It's like actually like a cute little place. I feel like only in New York City can you go to a restaurant and just get balls of meat. Literally. <laughs> Literally. But like, uh, I'm a fan. It's a it's a all right. Hope they're doing good then. Sponsor us, we'll take it. (laughs) Team Meatball. But uh, hi guys. Hope you are having a good week so far. We are um well into December. I feel like this is a weird time, like after Thanksgiving before Christmas. It's like what like I can't really focus at work. I'm like, what am I really doing here? Well, I think what's throwing everybody off because normally it's the after Christmas but before New Year's, like that week, that yeah. everyone's like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what century I'm in. I'm just here. But with COVID, I feel like it's kind of been like that all year. So especially now, this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's like, do I even do I even need to shower? Do I need to brush my teeth? Like what, can I stay in bed all day? Can I drink wine at 10 a.m.? I don't know. Answer is yes and no to all of those, just depending on what answer it should be. But I know, I agree. It's like we've been in almost a limbo for almost a year at this point. So now it's even more like, what am I doing? Literally. It's like, I know. It gets dark at 2 (laughs) p.m. I feel like I want coffee, but then I want to go to bed. And I also feel like Christmas is coming. So like, I shouldn't buy myself this, but I'm going to buy myself this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Emotions are everywhere. Seriously. 
Yeah. yeah. But I feel like Netflix and like Hulu and stuff have really been like coming out with like some like good stuff. I think it was like everything like right before the pandemic, maybe like the things that we're able to film now everything's edited. So they're like really pushing it out or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just, I, we were talking about this before. I just started the queen's gambit today. Ah, so good. I know. And I like binged three episodes in like however Guys, long it takes to do it. That was so good. I was telling Taylor, I watched it in a day and a half. I think it's only six or seven episodes, but it's, it's so good. And I didn't know a show about chess would make me cry, but alas, it did. <laughs> Disclaimer, the first episode is, like, rough to get through. Mm -hmm. It was hard. But I don't know. Like, I didn't even – I don't even like chess. But I'm literally like, move the pawn. Move it. Do it. I'm like, where's the queen gambit? (laughs) Like, I didn't even know that was a chess move. I know. I know. know. Same. But I feel like with any type of, like, serious scripted show, the first episode's always a little bit of a drag because they just need to introduce so much and you're like, eh. Yeah, there was um, a lot of background to digest. Totally. Um, also, I don't know if you realize this, but the guy that plays uh, Dursley from Harry Potter is in it. I've never seen Harry Potter. Okay. Um, guys, this is officially the end of Uncorked and Unfiltered. <laughs> um, and I hate to do this to all of our loyal fans, but I did forget this fact about Taylor, and I think I probably blocked it out of my mind in order to save our friendship. Like, you've known me for 20 years. I blocked it out, clearly. Was he the guy that was Benny? Is that who you're talking about? No, it's the guy that she beat in the first tournament. Well, now this is spoilers. Sorry, everybody. Obviously, she gets far, okay? Yeah. This isn't just about a girl that plays chess in the basement. Okay, stop giving things away. (laughs) Okay. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. But, um, okay, guys. So, we got some hot takes for you. And then, obviously, at the end of our episode, we're going to do our Bachelorette segment, roses, recaps, and refreshers. Yeesh. So, to start it off, I have some Cardi B drama, which I know we all want. We need it in our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so here's here's the tea. So Cardi B took to Twitter on Sunday, and she asked her followers for their opinions on whether or not she should make this really expensive purchase. And the tweet was just straight up, should I spend 88K for this damn purse? OMG, it's tempting. Well, people got V-mad on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Pretty annoyed. I mean, obviously – Twitter is, like, I think the most ruthless social media platform, like, trolls, trolls, yeah. trolls. But, you know, there's not – not everyone is, like, filthy rich like Cardi B on that um, site. So everyone started, like, saying, like, wow, way to flaunt your wealth like that. Like, that's classless, this and that. And then even more so, this one user was, like, wow, this comment is so superficial, especially to post during a pandemic when there are so many people suffering. I can't believe you would tweet this now. So people were annoyed because even more of, like, what's going on, like, you know, so many people have lost their jobs, businesses failing, all this and that to just, like, I guess flaunt it. But Cardi B, which, like, does crack me up, like, she really gives, like, no fucks. Mm -hmm. So she comes back and at first she starts just, like, talking about how she's donated, like, significant sums of money to charitable causes throughout the year. She shared an article from Variety noting that she donated 20,000 in meal supplements to New York's medical staff, and then an L article saying that she donated a million dollars for coronavirus relief. And then she tweeted, I also donated a million dollars to fans through Cash App two months ago. Why didn't I get that memo? Right. Um, 
And in a follow-up tweet that she then said that she takes care of her very large family financially and said that she didn't appreciate being judged by her fans for a splurge purpose. And she goes, I have seven uncles, three aunts, nine aunts and three uncles on my mom's side, a whole bunch of cousins that we all helped because of the pandemic. If I want to splurge, I can do without y'all asking for handouts like me and my husband don't do. So thank you. So obviously, you know, I think this is like Cardi B, like her publicist probably has like the hardest job in the world because she doesn't Mm -hmm. like console with everyone and just like freaks out. But then she ends up coming back and she's like, all right, let's do this challenge. And she basically says like, tell me what charities, organizations you like. And um, if you do a donation, like I'll match it. And then she does another tweet where she's like, all right, I'm sorry, guys, whatever. Like you guys are so annoying. But yeah. That's wow. crazy. All this over a purse. I want to know what purse it was. What's an eight? What purse is $88,000? Literally, I don't know. I'm trying to, th- I mean, I know Birkin bags are expensive. They're like usually 14, 15,000, but 88,000, I don't know. What about that brand Hermes? H E R M E S. Hermes. Yeah, I think Hermes. that's what Birkin bags are under. Okay. I could be wrong. Right, like I, Let me look I it know up. I've perfect. I know I've like bags that have been like twenty k, which is crazy. But like almost a hundred thousand dollars, like what the heck is this purse? Like, I'm concerned. It, it, yeah, they are Hermes. Hermes, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they are okay. Let's see here how much they cost. I like don't even have enough money to go on this website right now. I'm shocked my phone's. <laughs> it's gonna it. charge you, right? <laughs> Birkin bag cost. Help me out, Google. Please, Google. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they range from, I mean, the, a rebag, like one on a website called Rebag right now is selling for 22000 Week. Yeah, it's cheap. It's like trash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Um, I see another one for 36000 Okay, I mean, whatever, Twenty one. Oh, this crocodile one, 64000 So she probably wanted a Birkin bag would be my guess. Mm, okay. I'm sure, yeah i mean there could be other purses that are eighty eight thousand dollars as well but i'm also just thinking like that's some people's annual salary yeah i know like i mean you're about to drop someone's full year salary on a purse that's a I lot know. that's that's not a splurge purchase that's like a i don't even know what to call that but that goes to show how freaking wealthy she is. She's calling yeah. it a splurge purchase. Like, Taylor and I splurged the other day and bought $23 sweatpants on Aerie. Okay, people? That's what that's, that's a splurge. <laughs> for, for regular people, yes, $20 tie-dye sweatpants would be considered a splurge. But I guess for famous people, an $88,000 handbag is a splurge. Yeah. I mean, I just think Twitter's ridiculous. Like, she wasn't doing it to be insensitive. She was just tweeting her thoughts. She was like, and everyone was like, this is so offensive. It's like, okay, like, and you know, she, she has donated. It's not like she just sits there right. and like hasn't. So like, you know, she did show receipts. I'm just like, everyone like calm down. Like, she's filthy rich, just like the rest of these celebrities. Like, just because other, uh, some of other them don't like tweet, you know, what they're going to buy. Like, they're yeah. all doing it too. So like, come on. Listen, the amount of like $88,000 purses we probably see celebrities carrying to the grocery store, it's insane. So everyone gets so – you're right. Everyone's so upset about it, but like they all do it. She was, she's the only one that broadcasted it though, and that's yeah. probably why people came at her. 
Exactly. Because she was just then like the easy target. She was like the sacrifice for them. So someone's got to be the sacrificial lamb though, you know, Mm -hmm. someone's got to do it or we would have nothing to talk about. Exactly. So thank you, Cardi. Thank you, Cardi. (laughs) Thank you. Next. Um, okay, next. <laughs> so, Chriselle has started dating a Dancing with the Stars castmate before everyone assumes it's Gleb. It is not. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm going to let you do that one. Oh, thank you so much. I think it's just Keo. Keo, last name? Oh, you're going to make me do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's – no, I'm not doing it. It's Keo. I'm Keo not even going to butcher it. Keo M, he is a professional dancer on Dancing with the Stars that is kind of like partnered up with like a different celebrity each year. Um, my sister Raquel watches the show religious- religiously and says he's like, from what she knows from like mm-hmm. following the show, he's like the sweetest, nicest guy. Yeah. And it was like kind of like a total shock, especially because of these rumors that were right. happening just moments ago about Chriselle with her partner Gleb. Yeah. That's why, like, I was shocked. And I'm also just so confused. I wonder if, and this is just me, like, conspiracy theorizing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they did like each other, were attracted to each other, whatever, but, like, kind of started dating to take the heat off of, like, her being with Gleb while he was married kind of thing. And to have everybody be like, oh, well, maybe they were just hanging out as friends then in that apartment because obviously she was more attra- like she's dating this Keo, like Keo. So now I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I feel like it could be a little bit of a facade. No, I, I agree because the whole reasons these rumors came out with Chriselle and Gleb besides the wife saying I caught you guys in an apartment was, like, they were together 24-7, like, outside right. of practices and were at lunch. And, like, if she was really, like, having a blossoming romance with another dancer, I feel like she'd be with him more. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's just – it's very suspicious, the um, timeline of it all, I would yeah, say. I agree. But, it is suspicious. Yeah. They seem – I mean – I guess they seem happy. I don't know. I've seen a few pictures that she's posted and I think he posted something too. And I think I saw them working out together in like a video or something. I saw that too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens, but I've also been reading rumors about how like she's trying to get her own show, um, kind of break off, I guess. separate of Selling Sunset? This is just what I've, yeah, this is just what I've read. Interesting. So maybe she's just trying to get a lot of buzz going on about her so that it becomes more relevant. Who knows? I mean, I could see it. All her other castmates on Selling Sunset, like, you've heard nothing about them realistically since the season ended. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't see this relationship lasting very long. Me either. But um, we will see. Yeah. Obviously, we'll keep everybody up to date here. Mm-hmm. Speaking um, of a relationship that has now ended, <laughs> Taylor, give us the Vanderpump update. Okay, so anybody who's watched Vanderpump will understand what I'm about to say, but Jax got jaxed. I'm um, dead. If, if you don't understand it, Jax would sleep with a bunch of girls and then basically like have nothing to do with them after. So it's like Jax has been fired from Vanderpump Rules is what I'm trying to say. Damn. Yeah. And 
I don't know. His Instagram post kind of made it seem like they quit. But then, Mm -hmm. like, there's articles going around that are saying that they were fired. But his caption, this is why I think it's confusing, because his caption on his Instagram post said, The last eight years on Vanderpump Rules have been some of the most challenging, rewarding, and fulfilling years of my life. Although this is difficult to share, Brittany and I will not be returning for another season of Vanderpump Rules. We are excited to take this time to focus on our growing family and share with you our new endeavors. And then he tagged Bravo TV and he tagged Evolution Media. And our Vanderpump Rules castmates will always remain close to our hearts. Thank you to all the fans who have shared our journey with us and supported us through everything. We love you. Stay tuned. We can't wait to share what we have planned. Have a great weekend. So uh, people are now thinking that the show just, it's, there's no way it can go on. Basically, all of the main characters have either been fired or are now pregnant uh, or married. And um, also the restaurant is closed because of COVID right now. So everyone's kind of just like the show's got to be over. It's canceled. Like there's no way they're bringing it back with all the new cast members from last season because they were not good. Like the new cast was very boring. Two of them had been fired for the um, same thing Stassi and Kristen were fired for the like racial stuff that they had on twitter yeah so it's just the whole show would need a complete overhaul a complete new cast and no one's going to really want to sit through that so everyone's kind of like putting into the universe a new series with just the um originals and like their babies and their marriages and kind of like a vanderpump spinoff type of thing and people were commenting on Jax's picture saying you guys all deserve your own show and like how they all want this and he commented back on everyone's comment that basically said that and he just said stay tuned so now everyone's like okay yeah there's something in the works like he mm. confirmed it but Jax is a known pathological liar so yeah I'm just like I don't I want it I would die for it but I don't know if it's gonna trust happen. it yeah. yeah he might like and if they really get fired like his ego obviously got burned so maybe he's just trying to make himself look better so it's like I didn't get you know left in the dust i'm moving on to something so stay tuned but do you think this spinoff would be on bravo or another network i don't think bravo no i think i mean i've heard people saying and hoping for e Mm. um but i think after everything with like stassi and kristen if they were to be back on the show they wouldn't be back on bravo i don't think I think that would look kind of foolish on Bravo to yeah. fire them from one show and then green light them for another. It would be yeah. like, what was the point of that? Yeah. So people are hopeful for E or something, but then other people are saying maybe um, Tom Tom would get its own show. Mm. Like they would spin Vanderpump in that kind of direction. Um, so I don't know. Like the whole show, everything kind of just seems very up in the air right now. And like, no one's really giving any type of answers to anything. So interesting. Why do you yeah. think Jax um, and Brittany would have been fired? Because Jax is an asshole. And I mean, you can't fire Katie or Kristen Stassi and then the other two guys for saying horrible things, but keep Jax around for saying horrible things about like um, the LGBTQ plus community and like i think he like 
he literally just is the type of person that like if he finds something he can make fun of someone for he will he will like he doesn't care if it's appropriate or not which making fun of someone's never appropriate but like he just he's just an asshole and he should have been fired a very long time ago like and i remember when we talked when we were first talking about the scandal with stassi we were kind of like why is he not included in this like yeah because he he, he has a long long history of on the show of on social media of like you said being very inappropriate and like not okay so yeah i guess at least his karma has caught up with them i think so i mean like mental health he would make fun of the one girl on the show like ariana would say how she has like depression and anxiety and stuff and like he would say stuff in his interviews about like her and like how he thought she was like faking it and all this stuff. like he just he's just an ass he, he needed to go a while ago but yeah i don't know i guess people thought he was good t- i guess the producers thought he was good tv i don't know they right kept him around right so but maybe this is actually a hint that the show is ending yeah because if they think it's ending then they're just gonna like cut him off right now because they're yeah. like we don't need to keep him yeah, well, and Jax is one of, like, the biggest drama-causing like cast members on the whole show. Shit so if you're stirs. literally – Yeah, him and Kristen and Stassi, they are the show, realistically. Like, I, people probably aren't going to like that I said that, but, like, Tom and Ariana are just so mellow. There's not really a huge storyline behind them. Sheena, she could probably pull something out, but it would be very fake feeling and not great. Mm-hmm. Tom Schwartz and Katie, they're boring. They're married. Like, they're not. And Lala's pregnant. And so she's not going to do much crazy shit. James Kennedy's sober. So he's not going to really trigger a lot of stuff. So it's kind of just like all like the big triggering things are like. It's ending. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So sad. End of an era. Yeah. And it ended. Not really on a high note. Probably the opposite. I don't so. think high for anybody. So. No. Yeah. We'll very, see. very interesting. Okay. And guys, that's really our hot takes for this week. Um, we always say around the holidays, we feel like things die down. And especially within a pandemic, like we're trying mm-hmm. to find as much gossip as we can, but it's hard. You know, if anybody has anything, you can slide into our DMs. We love that. Oh my God. Anytime. We love when you guys do that and just like fill us in on stuff because we can easily miss it because yeah as hannah montana says everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days nobody's perfect i gotta work it exactly <laughs> um okay so i would say and now a word from our sponsors but we actually have a very very exciting new sponsor that um we just kind of uh established and we are getting their products this week. And so we just want to like get them and try them out. And then we're super excited to talk to you guys about them hopefully next week. It is time then. We've arrived. Recaps, roses, and refreshers. Amen. Uh, Amen. This is, this is another great episode because Taylor and I also watched it together again. Right. And which is really just like a dream come true for us. Um, mm-hmm. But... I feel like we're really revving up. Like, I think there was there's twelve guys left, and I still can't believe there's twelve. Like, isn't the finale December twenty second? That's what I was literally thinking as well. There's this episode, next episode, and then the finale. So I'm like, 
How many people are six people going home this next episode? Because I'm going to, I don't know if I can handle losing six of them at once. Right. You know? I know. Like, that's just going to be like a lot, um, a lot of loss. And I'm just not prepared. You know? Right. I know. Me either. It's like, because I like a lot of them. Like, there's only yeah. a few I'm like, ugh. So it's yeah. going to be like a mass exodus. Um, but getting into this episode, first up, we have the one-on-one with Zach, which was weird. Okay. It was probably the most uncomfortable. Technically, it was a first date with him. And it was the most uncomfortable first date anyone could ever have in their entire lives. They tried on wedding outfits and had wedding photos. Like, she was in a full-on wedding dress. Yeah, and then they, they were taking pictures. Shoot. Yeah, in front of the cake and stuff. I was like, this is awkward unless it's your wedding day and it's not awkward. It also seems almost like you're jinxing it. Right? A little. Yeah, like you're not supposed to see the bride the day of the wedding. So. Yeah, and Tasha was hella uncomfortable with it. She was oh not having a good time. I felt so bad, but I did love the way Zach kind of was like what's wrong like yeah he noticed it which made me so happy me too it's really clear i think they have one of the strongest connections in the house and it's like so obvious because he's yeah. just like such a man mm-hmm. um but yeah then after that very uncomfortable date when they have their dinner and their drinks together we learn that zach was previously divorced and Tasha, she like her eyes like lit up i feel she was yeah like, what she's like I love that <laughs> yeah I think she was like because I think she feels a very strong connection with him obviously but I feel like she was in some part of her mind was always worried like how is he going to take it that I've been married before mm-hmm. so for her to not have to worry about that she probably was just like hallelujah praise be yeah yeah I feel like that's a nice bond for them to have just like her and Brendan like they bonded over yeah. that too and like I think both of those guys honestly have one up on the rest of them because Mm -hmm. that's something that like you're not really going to understand unless you go through it yourself. Right. Um, So I feel like that's special. But then like he also went into other stuff about his like past and like seemed like he had a bit of like a drug problem. I would say a slight drug problem for sure. Um, Yeah, he did tell us that. And I think that was like – that's why they divorced. It seemed like his yeah. wife left him because she wasn't going to like deal with it, which is scary yeah. for Tasha. Red flag. I mean, like red flag for sure. Um, he is sober though, I think. Well, okay. But then here's my question. If you go to rehab for drugs, can you drink alcohol? No. Okay. Follow-up question. <laughs> Is he drinking on the show? I don't know. And what is interesting is he did not say the words, I'm now so many years sober. And you would you are think correct. that's what he would say when he was – because he, right. he went to it where he was like, I went to rehab. He said he, said he went to rehab, right? I'm 99% positive. Yeah. He, he definitely said I went somewhere and I got help. You think then the next thing to come is, and now it's been four years and I'm sober and whatever. Right. And like, he never said that. And like, I, di- I don't notice that he hasn't been drinking, but at the same time, it could just be water in his glass. Yeah. And, but I know, I, I just, I left that conversation just a little confused because right. if he's sober, that's amazing. Like, what a journey, what accomplishment. 
if he admitted to having a drug problem but is still drinking, a little concerning. A touch concerning, though. for sure. Um, I'm I'm also concerned because I did see we saw the previews for next week, and it looked like he was telling her something, and she stormed away crying and saying how every time they talk, she learns something new about him, and I just don't know. I mean, I don't think that was a good thing because she stormed away crying. Yeah. So I will be very sad if Zaxi goes home, to be honest. He is my top. He's my top, I think. He's my top, too. I know. I am a little nervous. I didn't realize he had such a rough past. Yeah. Um, And I just feel like she's been divorced already. She's – Yeah. She wants – she's going to marry again. Obviously, she wants it to be her last. She wants your first one to be her last. But even more so, I feel like you're even more paranoid. You're even more, like, don't want right. to overlook things. Right. So if he c- comes out with another, like, the divorce thing obviously isn't an issue. The drug problem, like, that's just, like, something you have to, like, put in your mind. Like, that's a lifelong addiction. And, like, he's doing great now, but you got to put that in your mind. So if he yeah. comes out with another bombshell, like, I hope she doesn't get, like, freaked out. I know. I know. I mean, maybe red's her favorite color because she gave him a rose, so. Red probably. And, yep, and that's a perfect segue. Yeah. Red is yeah. her favorite color. She gave him the rose. And I, I am rooting for him. I am just a little nervous. Me too. Me too. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll yeah. Say. And then the group date was. <laughs> what the heck? Arts and crafts. Literal arts and crafts. I felt like I was watching, like, school children. Yeah, know. except you have Blake making a penis out of clay. School children. Right, right. Yeah, that was a little much. Blake, grow up. Blake, grow up. I hate him. I want him to, like, Me just, too. like, fall down a ditch. But, like, there were some, like, cute aspects of the date, like, the whole Riley yeah. um, story when he was talking about his daughter and how, yeah. you know. That bumped him up in my eyes a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I all the guys were like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I think he went like first or like he was one of the first few to go. Yeah. And so it was like kind of hard to follow that because I guess what we're, they were doing like a self portrait or something like that or like something with their future. Was it a self portrait? I think I it was a self. I think it was a self or do something to express your love or something. Like, oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, he was talking about his daughter and then. Brandon's was really cute too. Oh, was that the frame? Yeah. He like cut the canvas and then he had like, he held the frame in front of him and then he turned it sideways and was like, because now there's room in this picture for you. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, put that on a card. That was cute. That was really cute. Yeah. A lot of them really went all out, I feel. But then you have Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. (laughs) Who couldn't think of anything really cle- – like, he couldn't – he was having trouble, I guess, putting into what he wanted to say into words. So he just decided to take off all of his clothes and, like, mm. be like, so I'm, you know, shedding everything. Like, my my I'm in my insecurities, like, for you. Like, I'm doing this for you to show you how much I care. Like, I personally thought it was fucking bizarre. Oh, no, Sam. A hundred percent Sam. I don't want to see your dick, Ben. Like, I'm oh. sorry. Like – if she wants to see it, she obviously wants to see it in another light. Like, she doesn't want you just stripping and then, like, right. no, no, like, warning. Just, like, right. here's my naked body. <laughs> I also do think that he was, like, watching all the other guys 
and he had something so stupid painted. I think it was probably just him with like hearts or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, well, this is not going to get me anywhere. So he literally just did it on the spot. Like that was an off the cuff thing, which I guess is smart, but also like keep your pants on, dude. Yeah, agreed. I I mean, I, <laughs> he's struggling, Ben. I feel like he really doesn't really know what to do sometimes and so he just like goes for it and I gotta appreciate the effort you know I right. gotta respect it but right. but Tasha, I don't know she like leaves the room and then she's like overcome with emotion and like I don't think it was only because of Ben I just think that was the last one but it mm-hmm. just looks stupid that as soon as Ben like shows his naked body she's like crying in the other woman room being like just so happy to have like real men who show emotion yeah. and their dick like <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I know. It was uh, – oh, Ben. I feel like Ben was doing so well for a few weeks that I, like, was – I was like, okay, maybe I'll push him to, like, one of my front runners. And then he's just down spiraling quickly. Yeah, but then – do you remember what he tells her at the group date? Yeah, that brought him up a little bit. Yeah. So then he tells her that he actually had a really bad eating disorder, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, a lot of – some of his family and friends don't even know this. So he's really, like – and then he said that's why I wanted to become a nutritionist. And, like, she obviously then gave him the rose because, like, how are you not going to give him the rose after he, like – that's really, really tough to, like, admit and, like, you know, tell someone, let alone entire ABC network. Um, I do always think it's, like, there's always something, like – you every person that goes on that show always has some deep dark secret that they like have to reveal to the bachelor or the bachelorette and like i just feel like that asks so much of the cast members mm-hmm. like you're gonna go on this show you're gonna bear your soul to the entire world and like put yourself out there for someone who might not even pick you in the end good for them i could not do it i'm sorry I, I know. I mean, I think it kind of does show that these people are like a little thirsty to just yeah, like. That's true. Like, I'll give it to Ben. Like, that's intense to say. I would never be able to do it on like a reality TV show with someone that is like dating 12 other people. Like, no. Yeah. But um, he did it. And I guess it worked out for now because he got for the now. rose. But yeah, I don't know right. about him how long he'll stay. No, he's up in the air. One person that's not up in the air anymore. Easy. <laughs> Truly the most tragic loss of the whole season was him you going loved, home. You loved him, but I really honestly didn't see any chemistry with them ever. Riddle me this then. Why did he tell her he was falling in love with her? I think that was her red flag, and that's why she was like, easy, you gotta go. Fair. Like, they had this date at, like, a makeshift haunted house. It was and stupid. It was stupid for us to watch. Like, it seemed like maybe fun for them to go to, but for us to watch, it was just, like, weird. But right. then, like, I feel like it was just so clear. Like, they didn't really have, like, intense chemistry or connection. But then all of a sudden, he goes, like, I'm falling in love with you. And then she was just, like, I don't feel that way, so you need to go. (laughs) I guess I just thought, like, that happened so quick. Like, he literally was like, I'm falling in love with you. She was like, no, you're going home. It's not. You're going home. I was like, whoa. 
Yeah. I think he thought that him saying that would kind of like yeah. solidify them and it literally broke them because right. you say that shit too soon. She's going to be like, well, we're obviously at opposite sides. Yeah. We're not we, yeah. We're not meshing. We're not vibing. We're not feeling the same. Yeah. I guess it just always also throws me off when they go on a one-on-one and, one and like the person doesn't get the rose. But I'm sorry, Taylor. This was their first time basically being alone together and he says he's falling in love with her like that's bull like trust me i mean i know the show is always fast but like right. come on dude like right when we when they say it on the second time that they're with them alone second one-on-one it's stupid but the first one like come mm. on that's ridiculous i mean he went for it he shot a shot he did he did he went for it he fully I think- missed He'll be in other spinoffs. He was a likable yeah. guy. So I think he'll be in other stuff. But I agree. R.I.P. Easy. Oh, and then two people I'm hoping go home. Noah, Noah and, and Bennett. Yep. So we didn't have a rose ceremony this episode because she walks in and says, like, I'm done with you two and your drama. So one of you has to go. So it's the classic two on one. Mm-hmm. And it's. We only got like 10 minutes of it this episode. Um, But if I had to pick one to go, I want Noah to go because he's just bothering me. Mm -hmm. But Bennett is not really doing well for himself either. No. So Bennett brought Noah like gifts. And I would say like air quotes around the word gifts because they were all insulting rude yeah yeah he brought him socks with mustaches on it which that i was kind of like okay kind of cute that's funny yeah then he bought him some book well i don't even remember what it was called it's about like emotional intelligence or like yes why and he was saying like then he was like um there's five different reasons and you're lacking two of these which is why you would never be a good partner for her it was like a little too deep it was like okay you're thinking a lot about this bennett I mean, it's too deep, number one. And number two, like, how condescending can you be? Truly. You couldn't yeah. even add. Two two episodes ago, you had trouble adding five plus five. So calm down over there, Bennett. Yeah. But then, like, Tasha, when she saw that he had um, those gifts, she was, like, turned off by it for sure. Because, like, to see him put that much effort and just, like, beefing with someone, like, he yeah. should have brought her a gift. He could have brought her flowers. Yeah. Like to see her just him put energy in that, I was like, yeah. ooh, maybe Bennett will go. Maybe they both will go. I'm thinking they're both gonna go home. I think Noah's too young for her. Yeah. And I just I don't think they'll ever really work out. And I think Bennett is just too much of an asshole. And I also think they probably want to keep him around for like Bachelor in Paradise or something else. Yeah. So I think they're gonna send him home. And because I don't see him and Tasha together anyway so i think no no yeah i think i think they're both gonna go home they gotta start getting rid of people so yeah guys i mean we got a few we only got like three weeks left so we gotta get this moving people yeah so i could see yeah the two of them home i don't know who else to be honest probably a few more of the randos that like aren't really blake blake's gonna go um ed is he still there yeah i think i'm gonna go. go That's cool. um, I can't think of uh, honestly. My top runners are like Zach, Ivan, mm-hmm. Brandon, mm-hmm. Ben. I go back and forth with. They just give him a lot of screen time, so I just feel like something's yeah. happening with him. You know what was interesting? And I said this last week, 
um, at the end of the episode when they did the preview for the next episode, there was four guys that they really like showed throughout mm-hmm. the preview. Of course, I don't. I know it was Ivan. I know Zach. Zach. I think it I was think also Brendan. Brendan. It must maybe it was Ben too. Yeah. I mean, those are the ones they've shown the most throughout, right. I feel. like Right. So I think that's a sign that, like, they'll probably be the top guys to look out for. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm cool with. I want to see them battle it out to the death. Yeah. Me too. That would be fun. Like a, like a fight, fight club type of episode. Yeah. Like Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Axe murder. I don't know. Whoever cuts off their hand first wins. Gets Tasha's the heart of hand Tasha. in marriage. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm excited geez. though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, guys, DM us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know if there's anything else you want us to talk about with the Bachelorette. Um, let us know yeah. your predictions. We would like to hear if, because like I feel like we know who's the front runners, but if you guys think there's someone different let us know we'd yeah. love to chat about it mm-hmm. um and what's our instagram for them to dm us at thank you taylor instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can hear our recap for the future episodes to come mm-hmm. and for all of the tea you could possibly drink right hope you're thirsty stay hydrated but drink lots and lots of wine bye guys bye guys